Welcome to another episode of What We Doing. It's your man, H.T. Sims. It's Mr. Mix. St. Louis Red. What's going on, brothers? What's happening? What's happening? Man, this goddamn snow. Shit. Ah, oh, well, you know, we had snow beginning yeah. 2022. You know what I'm saying? Whole, everybody got through it safe. Good to see y'all. Good, good good to know that you, you got through it. I know it was bad here in the Midwest, wherever you're listening from. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hopefully you were able to get through this, this, this winter mess and, and we can kind of Get through this shit for the next couple of weeks and get to spring I'm still quickly. Shoveling. I you had to break your shovel out. You yeah. just had to. I, I hate it, Damn. but you had to do it. Yeah, for you know sure. The so, shit, man. What we talking about today? Mix hit us one of those so, intro, intro, intros. <laughs> so the the name of the show is for us, by us. So it was inspired by the events that happened with the NFL. So mm-hmm. we'll just get right into it. So if you haven't been paying attention or you don't know what's going on. Uh, the Dolphins' former head coach, Robert Flores, is suing the NFL for discrimination. Mm -hmm. So the reason why this kind of came to mind with For Us Bias is he was alleging, so let's let's talk about the situation before we kind of get into the the thoughts. So he's alleging that uh, NFL teams have been unfairly giving what's called sham interviews, interviews mm-hmm. to where they always decided who they want, but they just want you to come in and interview anyway because they have a rule called the Rooney Rule. The Rooney Rule says that you must interview a coach of, of color, uh, a, a black coach, coach, minority coach, those those mm-hmm. key words and phrases mm-hmm. that we got to watch out for, right? So those minority coaches and, and, and what they're trying to do is get more black coaches is what they're actually, the Rooney Rule was designed to do. Mm-hmm. There's only one black coach. Of the, teams. of the 32 teams yeah, yeah. and zero black ownership. One coach of the 32 teams and zero black ownerships. Well, and, I, and I know you don't have the numbers in front of you, but as a numbers guy, I'm curious what the percentage of players are that are black. 72%. Look at mm, Look at Come on with it now. 72% of the players are identified as black, and I, and you can even go another 3 to 5% that identify as other, which you can say is minority or, or sure. people of color. So anywhere between 80% of the, of the players either identifies minority or identifies absolute black. Or, you know, your Palomalus of the world and whatnot. Exactly. You know so what you you, you kind of have that dynamic going on. So mm-hmm. how do you – so what I was rolling right into is, uh, so what's the big deal, Leon? You know, what's, what's the big deal, man? <laughs> right, like, right, right. like, Mix, what's, what's, what's going on? What's the big deal, man? Why, why are you tripping? Like, most industries – are you know at the at the top of the industry is white. What's mm. what's up? What you what you tripping off of? Like that's what you know. When I go into work, I got a white boss. What's what's good? Mm-hmm. Well, if you go into work and your workforce is seventy percent anything, and at the top of that workforce, and we're talking GM, we're talking GMs, offensive and defensive coordinators, mm-hmm. and head coaches. Right, right. As and you know, of course, presidents of operations, and of course, we have yeah. no no representation in ownership. Mm-hmm. Right. And none of it looks like you, but you are seventy percent of the workforce. Yeah, that's that's a bit of a problem, right? It, it, bit it, of an issue. It, it glares in a lot of different ways. Yeah, bit of an issue. So, yeah. of course, what what is what is said is that uh, way back when, quick history lesson. Way back when they said that we didn't have the intelligence and capacity for uh, to be quarterbacks in the mm-hmm. NFL. So mm-hmm. it took a while for us to start to be able to be a quarterback in the NFL. Shout out Doug Smith. And then. And it, although they still say it. Yeah, they yeah. still say yeah. it. It's still yeah. there, you know, because, you know, reading defenses and X and O's actually takes intelligence, and they don't think we have intelligence. They just think that we're we're jocks and athletes and don't actually have the intelligence. So 
that and a, play, they, and a play off of that is because uh, a lot of those same African-American quarterbacks have stronger arms or are faster or are more mm-hmm. athletic yeah. and utilize that to their advantage. Yeah. That means that they can't do other things that are not, you know what I'm saying, to the best of their ability. And yeah, to yeah. a great point to what Red is saying, if you if you follow sports, which we do, we're, we're, we're multifaceted. Yeah, we come we on don't just it, talk the topics. We, come on with we it, have man. a little fun with it. So if you follow sports um, from peewee all the way to high school to college, who, who's usually your best athlete? Your quarterback. Why? Mm-hmm. He's going to touch the ball every single time. So you want your quarterback to be an athlete. So in, in some of the peewee and junior leagues, you have a more running quarterback, a more dual threat. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. of course, they're going through college, and the best athletes – get drafted into the NFL. So you have the Lamar Jacksons, you have the Russell Wilsons, you have the Pat Mahomes. We can keep going, we can keep going, we can keep going. Uh, All these, this this black quarterback renaissance, Cam Newton, and and all of these guys kind of coming up. So it kind of debunks the myth, Hmm. but not really. So then they say, okay, in order to be a head coach, you need to be a coordinator. So they'll hire you. As a as a running backs coach, they'll right. hire you yeah. as a receivers coach. Yep. Yep. They'll hire you as special teams coach. They will not hire you as a coordinator. Mm-hmm. Or you have a guy like Kansas City's uh, B enemy, yep. who's interviewed seven times and hasn't been hired. So now they're saying, well, he must not be able to interview. Must be damaged goods. Okay, so <clears throat> because he's getting the interview and not getting the job, and he's being blamed <laughs> for not so, getting the so job. So let's 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 dive right into that. Right. Okay. The NFL has historically shown that they're not necessarily people person. No. You know what I'm saying? No. At no. all. This is not Stands a, for not for long. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So if a guy that is part of the offense that has been bringing in revenue from the NFL for the past three, four years, you know what I'm saying, what is he interviewing for? You know what he does. What kind of questions are you asking? If this dude can't pass your interview process of seven times, are you not looking at his body of work? Do you think he did not – everything – the interview process is on the field. Mm-hmm. What are we in this office talking about? Like, like – what he can do, the track record is there. Right, right, right. Do you want it or do you not? Uh, Exactly, exactly. But to that point, right, Mm -hmm. so we know better. Sure. We we know that he's – because, again, sham interviews. Keep Mm -hmm. that in mind, sham interviews. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, Brian Flores alleged that he had an interview with the Denver Broncos. Now, all this shit is public – Knowledge, so you can go and Google and check it out. So I'm not saying anything, you know, inflammatory or anything like that. He claimed he went into an interview with the Denver Broncos and they looked drunk, basically. Like they had a night out on the town. Okay. So then again. You get the naysayers and the detractors saying, "Well, what's the big deal? They had, you know, they had a couple drinks. They sold the team. They probably celebrated. Yeah, they, you know, they came in for an interview. Mm-hmm. Like, what's the big deal? Well, the big deal is just as much mm-hmm. as I'm interviewing, as you're interviewing me, I'm interviewing you. Sure. Like, you must sure. understand sure, sure. that you are selling your labor, mm-hmm. just like they you you you're trying to take my ser- my goods and services, right?" For me to to show you that I'm qualified for this position, I am selling my labor to you. So after an interview, after any interview, interview that you've ever been on, what do they say? Do you have any questions for us? Right. The reason why you need to ask questions to them, is it a good fit for us? Right, right. Do we fit you? Do you fit us? Right, right. Not just one way. So if someone comes into my interview, any interview, McDonald's, I don't give a shit, and you're drunk, noticeably, I can notice it. Mm-hmm. Then you're disrespecting the process. Absolutely. And that's what I was gonna say. Cause I would so like you're to disrespecting bring, the process. I would like to add to the point with the Rooney rule, you're already mandating that, you know, you have to interview 
I'm just gonna say African American. I understand yeah, the concept yeah, yeah. of it, but I'm sure. saying African American. That's, that's what it was meant. No, that was that was, that was the that was what it was meant for. Absolutely, that's what it was meant for. So you you have to interview African Americans. So it's already mandated. You know what I'm saying? You have to be here. You don't have to want to be here. You have to be here. Right. So when you show up drunk. To the meeting that you had to take. Right, 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 <laughs> right, right. That makes me feel like don't, you didn't don't, want yeah. to do that. Don't that tell no. you some shit? Yeah, like, for real. You, you know what I'm you, saying? You show up drunk to the interview you had to take, right? And then even in saying that, so what, keep that, put a pin in that, right? So the NFL comes back out and says, no merit. You're crazy. We would never. Boy. Ain't got a racist bone in our body. I'm Come on, I got three black friends. Yeah, I got three black. Ooh, you said three. Y'all talking hey, about? My favorite, like my favorite. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I said you the one. Uh, my dog is black. My dog. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, my mailman's black. black. Talk to dang. him every day. Larry, great guy. You got great, great guy. Got right? a wife named Sharon. She's beautiful. Beautiful, <laughs> beautiful. So they say there's no merit. Well, you have the Rooney Rule. You had to create a rule, right? To get black people in your organization where black people work, that's merit, sir. That that's merit right there. The fact that you the fact that you can't even point to mm. the next up and coming coach because again there were eight openings so far. Four of those openings have been filled by non black non minority. So again, so I, let's let's just talk about how you have to really not understand the game. Yeah. To, to to really stay home on this topic, because like you say, seventy percent of the seventy two percent of the league is black. The league These black. are the people that's playing the game, understand yeah. the ins and outs, mm-hmm. know the nuances. Yep. You, you are telling me to my face. These same people that's in the game, no less than somebody who's never played the game. Period. It's all conceptual. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like man. so, ESPN looked into this. ESPN, Fox News. Fox Sports News. It was a bunch of bunch of different places that were talking about this. So they gave this kind of perspective, and I want to know your your guys' just like thoughts on this. So they said that uh, the owners, who 32, 30, 31 white men, one non-white man, Sh- uh, Shad oh, yeah. Khan, and down in uh, Jacksonville. Jacksonville. Jacksonville's fucking joke. Well, and um, real quick though, and, and, he and, and I think it's one woman. And, yeah, oh, the yeah. majority owner. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, John kind of owns yeah, the team, owner. and really all he does is get money for his son's wrestling promotion. Yeah. So, <laughs> owns the team, right? So they're saying that the success of the team is due to the white coach, not the black players, because that white because That's those what black I'm talking pay, about. those black players need that white coach. I mean, is that to not, be able to to be able not, to direct them in the way of they because Lord forbid every other place that they've ever been again high school again Pee Wee high mm-hmm, school and mm-hmm. probably college they've probably had black coaches but when they get to the NFL they need a white guy to 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 lead them to the promised land right because we're not intelligent enough we're not leaders we're not analytical enough we don't know the X's and O's these are, this. these are some of the critiques that they were giving because again you have people pushing back. So you have people pushing back saying that this is the thought process that's out there with the owners. Mm-hmm. The owners look at it as that white coach that I hired is the reason why we're being successful, not the black athletes. You just run while I tell you to run. You catch when I tell you to catch. You Like, they're taking mm-hmm. away the film. So they're taking away the intelligence that it takes to play this game the at the experience. level that we play this game. It the takes experience. The, experience. The, so, the high-level intelligence that it takes to play this game at, at this level. But They're taking that away and saying that it's all on the coach. The coach teaches you the X and the O's, listen, and you just execute. I've seen these same white owners hire or keep 
employed the same losingest. Yeah, pick. buddy. Like the coach loses. Year oh, you mean after you mean Jeff Fisher? Year Jeff Fisher. Year. You mean Jeff Fisher? New job, about? then new, new job, job, then new job. And but look, this this is what I'm trying to tell you. So let's I'm listen. saying it's a contradiction of the. Of, okay, of the, but look, the, okay, listen. All right, so this this is my thing. I'm glad you brought that up because it's the Jeff Fisher theory. All right, so I wasn't even talking about Jeff Fisher. Well, but go I'm, I'm going. This <laughs> it could be John. I'm going. Go ahead. I'm gonna go with Jeff Fisher because the point I'm trying to make. So a team wants to do something different in their city. They might right. want to move. They might want to do whatever. You can't mm-hmm. move a winning team. Mm-hmm. What do you do? You, you hire Jeff Fisher because you know where he's going to go? Eight and eight. Mm-hmm. You know that. Mm-hmm. He's going to break even. <laughs> so hey, if hey. you break even a couple years he's in a row. I think he's like 149 and 151. He's going to break even. So right. this is my thing. So if your process is I want to do this so I can move the team or get changes or try to get a new state or whatever, I go hire Jeff Fisher because I know he's going he's gonna to go He's going to break even. He doesn't have to interview because you already know what he's going to do. Same thing I'm bringing back to, like, the Eric B. enemies of the world. What are you interviewing for? You know what I'm going to do. Is this not what you want to do? Do you not want to win? I know that you know these things. You know the personnel of the league. You know who's going to do what well, when. Well, you know I got to like you. Well, and, and <laughs> you, you, you know you got to play golf. You know you got to be culturally what right. I need you to but be. You, but you're telling but my, yourself immediately, though. But my thought process is if – if owners are saying that they feel as if they need to hire a white coach so that this 70% black team could be successful, um, no, it does not give me a plantation you know, feel, or whatever oh, the case may be. It, um, does, it doesn't? No, it doesn't. <laughs> you better met But uh, <laughs> But if, if that's what you're saying the owners are saying, that makes sense to me. And sure. it makes sense to me because 31 of the coaches are white, mm-hmm. despite the fact that you have this Rooney rule in place. You know yep. what I'm saying? So what it's saying to me is that um, the rule was thrown out there to to, to, to feign uh, progress, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and shit, it, nothing's changed. That's, and, that's what it's saying. And it's not looking to change. Now, now, you can't change mentalities with a rule like that. You You're not going to legislate. You can't no. legislate heart and passion. Mm-hmm. You're right. Mm-hmm. So, so – Nothing has changed, and so NFL, you need to go back to the drawing board. That's what it says to me. The, but so here's the thing, and I, I'm glad you brought up this that word and, need. And and, and, I, and I say NFL, you need to go back to the drawing board, which is a little facetious. There you go, because it it, it makes it seem as if I genuinely thought the NFL thought they were doing something. When yeah. They did uh, well, I, when you say the word need, this is where it all breaks down. The NFL technically doesn't have to do a goddamn thing. <laughs> ain't got ding, to ding, do ding, shit. Ding, 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 What Nothing. do we have for Johnny? You know what I'm saying? Ding, gotta, yes, they got to do a monkey thing. It goes back to feigning, feigning yeah. like you want progress. So, so because, you're feigning, like, because you're pretending that that's what you want to do, that's mm-hmm. the reason why I'm saying that, okay, mm-hmm. well, this is not working. It needs to be brought to their attention, even though they already know. Fade, See, my yeah. biggest thing is, like, we as a culture continuously, we we allow people to pretend like they care. You know what yes. I mean? Come on. Come and, on. And we go along with it. Come Look on. We do this See? What we doing, baby? When I when I came in with the topic, I already knew where we yeah, was going and buddy. we got there and we got yeah, there fairly buddy. quick. So yeah, we did. that brings me to the whole purpose of this topic because there's some other things that happen in pop culture that we're gonna discuss as well that kind of proves to what we're saying. So in this, when the fuck are we gonna take our ball and go home? For real. I, when I, are we gonna take? When are we gonna take our? We know. We know they don't fuck with us. Mm-hmm. We know they don't fuck with us. Kaepernick told you 
Like, the Kaepernick situation showed you and told you that they didn't fuck with you. His protest had nothing to do with the NFL. His protest had to do with injustice. Mm. His protest had to do with police brutality. That's what his protest didn't have yep. shit to do with the flag, didn't have shit to do with the right. vets. We, we changed it into something we didn't want to change it into. He went, he had a 16-4 and four touchdown and interception ratio. 16-4, to four, that's four-time mm. ratio. That is higher than more than 60 to 70% of the quarterbacks that was playing at the time. Probably had a higher quarterback rating, had had playoff wins, and had been to a Super Bowl. And, probably and you mean won. to tell me that no team could, could u- utilize his service. I'm saying this, he, he probably would have won that Super Bowl if the lights didn't go out. <laughs> you know what but, but think about it like you know this, too. Just, just going back to Kaepernick, just going back to black quarterbacks, whether you um, – well, I won't even get into that. But just going back to black quarterbacks, uh, the leash – Mm. how long the leash is. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because I don't want you at quarterback anyway. Mm-hmm. Right. So, Michael Vick, Randy, Randall Cunningham, Talk. Uh, 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 what's my other brother? Uh, Donovan McNabb. Yeah, oh, mm-hmm. sure. Um, uh, Cam Newton. Yeah. Like, like uh, uh, what's my brother from Tennessee or was in Tennessee? Steve McNair. This young really because he bro, didn't get along with Jeff slip, Fisher. Yeah. Slip an inch. Yeah. And your career will be done. But on the other side of your same point, we'll let who, you sit on some benches. But look, look on the other side of your same point, who goes scot free about town till he wants to go? Ben Roethlisberger. Not even just Ben, because at least Ben can play. The guy that need like, but ben, when we get, but no, when we get to talk, bro, when we get to talking about quarterbacks and white quarterbacks and chan- and, and chances, we need to bring in Blaine Gabbert. We need to talk. We need to talk. We need to talk. My man, cat. We need to talk about cats that name. always Cassidy. seem to get contracts and always seem. What yeah, is my? What is? Oh my God! What is the backup quarterback he played at Mizzou? Two short guy. He's uh, been in the league forever. Chase Daniels. Who the fuck is his agent? I have no idea. Because he's a, he's a, he's he a needs all the money ring. in the world. Because Chase Daniels stay getting fourteen million dollars to sit on the and got a championship. Stay getting fourteen million and has a championship. His, his it worked agent. out. Meanwhile, Cam Newton had to sing for his fucking supper mm-hmm. to get a one-year deal. Chase Daniel had a guaranteed two-year deal, $14 million, to grab the clipboard, never see the field. Mix, think about it. <laughs> think about it. They Cam had to do that for a team that Brady didn't even want. You know what I'm saying? So when he was not successful, it was like, oh, Cam, they have it. This is a shit team. And great, and great point. So, this is a shit uh, team. Hugh Douglas was talking about it as well. So Hugh Douglas said, okay, so let's say you do bring in a black coach. He said, you know what they do? Mm-hmm. You usually don't have a quarterback. You usually don't have a top-tier quarterback. Yeah. Or you don't have a top-tier defense. Yep. Or you don't have a top-tier – you don't have the top-tier talent so, so you can take it to the next level. Mm-hmm. You get blamed. Yep. Mm-hmm. You lose because the other thing that – uh, Brian Flores had alleged is that he was getting $100,000 to lose games. That the owner came to him and said, yeah, because they were tanking for tour. Right. So when they were tanking for tour, he said, hey, man, I'll give you 100 Gs if you lose this game. Fuck no. For two reasons. One, if I start losing games, I'll never get another job. That's real, too. Ever. That's real, too. Ever. I just it's, won't. That's real, too. And two, if we lose, and I got to go look, because again, football, unlike any other sport, mm-hmm. probably MMA and boxing, you're putting your body on the line. I can't go out there and ask you to, lo- to lose on purpose yep. when what you're putting on film is going gonna, is gonna to feed your family or not feed your family. Right. So if you have any type of integrity, which he did, he told him, no, nah, I can't do I can't, I can't do that. Because, again, it's a lose-lose for me if I take your money and I do the shit. Here's the kicker before we go to break. 
Brian Flores went on to win his last nine games of the season. Absolutely, like never been done. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, that's why I feel like that conversation had to be had because, like, not only am I not going to take your money and lose, I'm going to win everything, you yeah. punk motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? That type shit. So now he's proven that he can take a shit team, win with it. Of course, they put you know who had the easiest schedule, blah blah. That don't even matter. Winning football games is a tough thing to do. You know what Absolutely, what I'm Absolutely. It, it, it's a tough thing to do. And he was able to run up a nine a nine zero uh, uh, streak, and he can't get a job. Bro, that don't make any sense, man. We're I'm gonna say take- I'm gonna say it again before we go to break. When the fuck are we gonna take our ball and go home? Like when are we? When is enough gonna be enough? And we gonna start looking at other avenues to to you we unite can- and do the things that we need to do. Let me jump on that mm-hmm. when we when we get back. All right, we'll be right back. Versace my robe, what's in my pocket or not, I can't fold Make sure my gelato is rolled, uh, I am on a whole nother level than you uh, My grandma used to say, boy, you got the devil in you Fuck around, get some metal in you My name ring bells, I can sell out whatever venue Forever monumented, not even Netflix could document it My son got autism from injection by syringes These nerds ain't warriors, we heard the same story And you niggas blowing whistles at Hurricane Dorian Blowing missiles back to the word of Van Glorious You sissy Nigga, this is for us, by us Why you put yours up, I'll put up my cup Survivors and systems meant to divide us You only can afford what you could buy five of You a fool in the war with the faint of hearts I let the two encore take your brain apart I'm at the Louvre on the floor by the hanging art I'm putting numbers on the board like a game of darts Product of every single blood freckle timberland Vibe every building in the projects to contemporary art Deco every tenement My consigliere's mark echo every sentiment Cop a hundred rides, park them all up on garage Money on my mind like Rocky Thunder Thighs Everybody, everybody France like they from a line Today in a hole in a line like the number nine Long hours of perfectionists, 9-7 shit Spitting seeds, left the shells of pistachios On the keys of the Casios as the evidence Bearing my soul, DiCaprio from The Revenant Phantom looking on it like a hayride Camera on the trunk like the one from my prayers Amnethis a gun, come a bun, child, bailout Glamour chicken front, one of one, I say I And you know how I do, 
put the beef behind me to put your soul behind you like daylight twin white maybox staring will wood when i'm floating through the hood like sailors could be cut like me if you had 10 taylors put the wifey in the black bent bentega judge can't exonerate violate got a mansion by the lake gotta make consuela i was fly even when i was a damn lie i was flying stand by cause i expand mics triple threat bitch i make the track and right the judge can't give me life bitch i am life you an algorithm you niggas everything the culture isn't i don't coach a visit i don't get into the social digits i just smoke distribute microorganism living my colloquialism Hello, uh, uh, hello, uh, uh, hello, uh, here comes the bad guy again. 
Well, we had to play that one because, okay. I mean, I think that the, the significance of that, I was listening to that song, uh, I was out and about and it came on, and that second verse when he, you know, just, I ain't no ordinary nigga, look around and saying what ordinary get you, like, ain't. you know, that ain't gonna, and then he kind of speaking to the audience like, that ain't gonna get you shit, like, you gotta get up, get out and get something, nigga, get a job, my nigga, or get the dumping, yeah. like, do something outside of just complaining like we ain't gonna this 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 Work. episode ain't gonna be a lot of a lot of complaining no we, we're we're, we're kind of structuring the 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 conversation and the argument but then we gonna get to some solutions and some shit that we need to do because a lot of times what we do in our community is we're great at finding the the problem mm. and screaming the problem mm -hmm. and we'll scream the problem at each other and then we blame each other for the problem but we never look at it and go okay we all know what the problem is, right? Mm -hmm. let, 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 let's talk solutions. Now, what, you know. that pivot, what was the song before that? And the song, well, the song before that was The Forest Bias by Royce But Yeah, Nine, by Royce, yep. Which is, yep. which is what we've been talking about, which is, you know, in so, my words, take our ball and go home. But in, mm -hmm. but in our words, hey, we need to start setting up sh shit for us by us. Mm -hmm. But we're also kind of doing some framework because we were just talking about the NFL which kind of inspired this yeah, right. and I know you had a point so I want to give it to you Red yeah, I, um, I want to pivot go ahead yeah so go no go ahead to your point man. so I wanted to pivot into uh, another league and then uh, open it up to the concept of what, what are solutions yeah. um, bringing it back the league I want to pivot to is the NBA okay um, mm -hmm. for two reasons one uh, just me being me I noticed something uh, the NBA has obviously had a better uh, track record with regard to hiring coaches 
uh, that were African American of late. Sixteen. Um, of late, uh, yeah, they got a lot better. But yep. the reality is this: um, they had gotten better. Mm-hmm. They absolutely did. But they got a lot better when during the pandemic. When the Ooh. pandemic started, I think it was eight jobs opened up. Okay. And how right. many have more black coaches? But all, all of them. eight. Yeah. Why is that? Because white coaches said, let me sit the fuck back until we figure out what the hell is going on. I hear that too, though. The job isn't that damn important to me. You yeah, I hear that too. I already made my I money. I already got my money. I already made I'm my money. Up, yep. And they can fire me tomorrow and still owe me the next three years. So Guess who's been trying to get jobs? African Americans. Yep. So they still went out and took those jobs. That, that, it, it was too much of a coinky dink. I hear you, man. For it not to be that. No, no, I definitely. I didn't even think about it like that. But you're exactly right. Every job, never, never in the history of a of a season did every job get That's hired right. as African American. Because there's always some. There's always some old ass college coach they want to give a try to NBA mm-hmm. at least. Uh, also, to the point, caveating to the point. What happened during the pandemic? Besides the pandemic. Oh, all the so, the uh, social, social unrest justice, and all right? that. Yep. The NBA has always been a little more, not a lot, a little more conscious of their of the the social justice because they've had outspoken players. They've had sure. outspoken players that kind of brings it to the forefront. They kind of been doing different things. So those players kind of raising, kinda new, say, raising their voices. Yeah, that's new too. Because when we too. say always, we saying post David Stern. Yeah, yeah. post David yeah, Stern post for sure. Because because we gotta. You know, bring up the Craig Hodges I mean, of the okay, world. But and, no, uh, yeah, they, no, 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 That's what I'm saying. Doing yeah. Davis. Oh no, no, there definitely, no, there definitely was was, well, shit. Let's call it what it is. Was punishment for yeah. the, mm-hmm. the, the, the the There you go. There you yeah. go. The black yep. Craig Hodges. But yep. you still had the Bill Russells and Kareem Abdul Jabbar's and the folks that were Way outspoken. Back in the day. Yeah. That were outspoken on certain certain uh, issues. But, and but that kind of gets to my point. So you you had that, and then. Stern, we're not going to get into who he was, but Stern mm-hmm. shut that down um, and shut a lot of other different things that were that were African-American down. Mm-hmm. Um, and then since his uh, passing to Adam Silver, yeah. you know, it, it's been a little bit more uh, open-minded with a lot of different things. Yeah, right. and, he's seen, and he's seen progress immediately. But, but, and, but, I, and I think that they've been a, a better league in in doing that mm-hmm. and kind of you know kind of capitulating to to the audience and where the yeah, yeah that's it's, a good word yeah yeah capitulating yeah. to the audience that because again no, oh, none of it matters okay if it's not coming from the top down somebody somebody gave a quote on on Facebook and if I you know if I knew who it was I would give you the credit but they said diversity at the bottom is not diversity, it's status quo. Yeah. Honestly. Diversity works when it comes from the top. That's when diversity works. Just saying that me, you, you know, and 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 Lopez and all these different people at the bottom yeah. can work together. You said Lopez. Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying <laughs> yeah, 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 Lopez, yeah, that, Han, yeah. whomever it is, sure. these different ethnicities that work at the bottom. Mm-hmm. And we always use that as as the pillar of diversity. We take those pictures. Yep. You know what I'm saying? No, look, we we're, even, we're diverse. We're, and we're even you know with, even with that, the uh, top is pitting them against each other and everybody's working together except for us. So but, right, but at right. the top, again, so NBA, seventy seventy four percent. Mm-hmm. African American, which I feel like is kind of low, one, <laughs> but one, uh, one black owner, two, two uh, majority, two? one majority, majority one. Mike, 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 and yeah, that's majority it. One. Mike. So, but okay, you know, so let's that, 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 that should tell you something within itself that this this progressive league, because again, we love to give the NBA all this credit, but at the top and the top, you look like every oh, other. Here's league. the difference, I give though. Them, I give them no credit. I I, I look at it as like 
as I always do. Um, it's various presentations. You know oh, what I mean? sure. Um, so you have the, the the low presentation, the high presentation, but it, it's all still the same to me. That's the reason why you, the numbers you broke down are what they are. Um, and I wanted to get to the point of um, a shift, but before I do that, it's nothing well, well, something else. Well, this is what I'm saying. When you're talking about getting taking your ball going home. That's what I want to get you to. You have said. So in the NBA, those the guys like, let's talk about Sean Marion. And I think Kyrie started one. I'm not sure how I'm looking at that. But guys like uh, Sean Marion who are buying teams in Australia mm-hmm. in that league. You know what I'm saying? So the Australian league has more black representation. You can start a, like the NBA, the the African league. You know what I'm saying? People are buying it in those leagues. So it's kind of like those players understand that, yeah, at the top of this, there's not too much better than the NFL. I mean, a guaranteed contract is always great. But if we're going to create ownership, we're not going to create ownership in this construct. Well, you, we have to create it on, on, on our own spot. You kind of brought it up and and, and, and brought, uh, brought one of the players up that I wanted to speak on. Um because so far and so frequently, like we are fearful to step out there. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah. Um, who, somebody who said that? Somebody just said it recently. Uh, I think it was Dr. Boyce Watkins. Um, it's something that I've shared as well, or I've stated as well. But it's like it, it's as powerful and as prominent as some of us believe individual African Americans are. Um, they are still funded by white supremacy. Yeah, but I have been saying yeah, it for a yeah. while. And, and, and so even they are, are fearful to step out on certain things because they fear that everything will be taken from them. And right. quite and quite naturally, any any time that we have to go it alone, mm-hmm. any time mm-hmm. that we're the first, you're the first to do anything yeah. from an African-American and, standpoint, you're always have that fear in the back of your mind that I have no... I have no allies here. Exactly. Like, it's, it's right. just me. Because, like, because it's one of those two things. You have um, one, like you like you were saying earlier, at the top, you have no representation. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. In none of these spaces. We talk right. about legally, whatever the case may be. Right. right. Um, and if that's where a lot of the rulings are going to come down from, right. um, then, then that's problematic for you. Absolutely. But at the same time, <clears throat> you have this, this uh, dichotomy or, or this duality where um, the community says... And, and 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 talking is cheap. That's the problem. A lot of the community says, "Step out there, and we'll get behind you." Mm-hmm. Those individuals say, "Get behind me, and, and I'll, I'll step, step out, out there." There, there you go. There you and go. There's a huge disconnect. That, that is connecting the two. That is hugely important. That's so, a hugely important part. So when a brother does, mm-hmm. this is my opinion. Hate him, I love him. Um, yes, he started to irritate and aggravate individuals prior to. Mm-hmm. When he flat earthed, or sure. when he did w- other different things, mm-hmm. I forgot some of the other different things people thought you know were, were kind of crazy mm-hmm. talk, etc. But the brother has always spoke his piece and spoke his mind, and it has and never been hateful about it. Never been hateful, never been uh, anything. So, so what happened was when the league tried to force players back to playing mm-hmm. at the beginning of the pandemic, and people were not sure what the hell was going on. Two things happened. One, Brooklyn said, okay, we're going to sit it out. We're going to sit out this season. We're not coming back. Mm-hmm. But two, Kyrie said, why don't we take our ball and go, go home? He, that, that's exactly what he He's said. He's the only player in the history of the league that yep. I know of that ever said that. And in my opinion, since he said mm-hmm. that, he's caught even more backlash. They never directly and, and, attributed to yeah. that, but he's caught even more backlash about Let's, everything and, he and, does. And a whole, a whole, stay right there, right? 
because there's two very, very, very important conversations that happened this week that we got to add to this conversation. Well, it just adds to this. So, um, in our world, in podcast world, okay. podcast land. Oh, sure. We had a we had sure, a very sure. prominent we had a very prominent podcaster, uh, Joe Rogan. Um, they had a clip that they put together of him. Uh, I counted. Uh, 26 times. 26 times. I didn't make 20, it past 12. 20, 26 times he said I didn't make nigger. it past 12. Right? So 20, 26 times he says nigger. I didn't make it past zero. And uh, <laughs> and uh, what's important about that I wanted is, to see the editing. I'm, is, I'm that guy. Mirror, mirror image. Mm. Whoopi Goldberg talks about the Holocaust. Mm. Whoopi yeah. Goldberg says a, a statement that was not untrue. Mm-hmm. May have been controversial, but was not untrue. Mm-hmm. She said that um, the race... Uh, it wasn't about race. It was about, you know, um, evil men mm-hmm. doing evil things and not being checked. She's suspended. Okay. Joe Rogan says nigger, 26, nigger, hard R, mm-hmm. 26 times. And that's not what, why they want to cancel him, FYI. They want to mm-hmm. cancel him because of his anti-COVID rhetoric. Yep, right. This was the caveat and reason to it. But This was the, the add-on. Yeah. This is the add-on, Right. So th- this is this is why this is important to what we were talking about and what you were talking about with Kyrie is that when we talk about taking our ball and going home, every aspect that you can think of that we don't have ownership in, we fall victim to the same but shit. See, but here you go, though. But <laughs> we here you fall go, victim to the but, same but shit. But here you go, though. Here's the differences with the, same three, shit. With the three people that you named. Kyrie is not being apologetic about anything. He right. kind of backtracked on the flat earth because, like, all right, come on, bro. You know what I'm saying? That's about it. That's just knowing different things. Okay. Mm-hmm. But the rest of it is, I'm going to be me. This is another thing why Kyrie gets it because they feel like people people feel like he's wasting his talent because I think the best thing that, that I heard about Kyrie was this is the only guy in NBA, the only guy in the world that has a part-time job as an NBA player. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. And people don't people don't like that at all. They, if I had that, I would be here for the team. I'm like, yeah, yeah that sounds, sounds all that. good. That's bullshit. It sounds all good, but... I call bullshit on it. Um, it's people who are trying to come to grip with struggling with everything they're struggling with during this pandemic. Sure. And they are upset with somebody for standing their ground. That's... When they wanted to, or when they didn't like, or when they yep. waffled, or when they felt yep. forced, or when they felt whatever case may be, you know what I'm saying? More so, yeah, more so yep. than what he actually doing. Because if we want to, we want to break it down and simplify. He's not the only unvaccinated player. No, that that's what it's not. that's where the argument falls on his face. To play for a team, mm-hmm. yeah. they he, gave him hell. Over. That's he, that's where he, it falls on his face. Just so happens to be that fucking good. Yeah. yeah, if he wasn't that fucking good, we're not talking about this. Yeah, if he's we're not, not talking about if any he's of this, he's not a you know top fifteen player. Yeah, we're not he, talking. We're about not this. having this. You know, but what if you're top fifteen at something in the world, you're gonna get some. You're gonna get some grace. Because yeah. guess what? In New York, if you are not vaccinated and you play for a visiting team, guess what? You can play. Like well, I mean, the, the the issue was he played in New York, and so when people were saying that uh, he was not willing to partake or whatever case may be, even that was untrue. Yeah, because just like he came back, mm-hmm. he didn't come back because he chose to. He, be, he came back because Brooklyn was mediocre, and they asked him to come back yeah. because he could have been playing all along. Sure, mm-hmm. they the league didn't tell them not to not to play Kyrie. They chose not to play. Not and to, play and mm-hmm. to just put it in 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 proper context, you do realize before we had vaccinations, we had procedures in place, right? Mm-hmm. Had to wear masks. masks you had to get gloves, tested. Yep. Things of that nature. Even gloves. Same and same, they same procedures. Mm-hmm. Same procedures. Hey hey Kyrie, you're not mm-hmm. vaccinated. Mm-hmm. You gotta come in a little early. You're gonna have to test daily. Yep. We're gonna test you daily. Make sure that you're 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 either asymptomatic, and then you're gonna go through those procedures, 
or if you do have COVID, you're gonna go through whatever quarantine procedures we have. But I wanna, I wanna and it's still, and it, and life goes on. Yeah, people make money, and he still gets to play. Yeah. So why do you think that Kyrie Irving is the poster boy? He's the poster boy. Mm. Is, the, is the poster boy for the unvaccinated? When again, and I hate to use this childish ass argument, but it's the truth. When Aaron Rodgers was was not vaccinated and caught COVID. And caught COVID. <laughs> and caught COVID. And, and caught COVID. And lied about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we shrug. But wait, let's talk we, about. We shrug. Well, we 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 we've uh, blasted him enough, but no, he deserves the blasting. So, uh, all right. When 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 Stephen, um, fucking Steven decides just to tear apart Steven. this particular player, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The, the black player in this league, but give all the passes in the world to the white player in this league, and then. Has the has the nerve to try to pretend like he has an actual rationale as to why that's the case? What what do you, what do you say about uh, Kyrie? That man should retire. Why? He's not playing over. He's not playing because he took a personal stance on his body. That, that man should retire. He said that man should retire because I get paid to say radical shit, shit that don't make no African fucking. Sense. <laughs> well, that's, that's what it is. <laughs> that's the whole thing, Fact. man. Look, so man. so. Again, because um, I know, because I, I know we up against it, That's funny and then I do want to spend the second hour yes. with with solutions. I want to spend the second hour talking about why we actually need to take our ball and go home. But it was very important for us mm-hmm. to bring up the Whoopi Goldberg mm-hmm. situation and also the Joe Rogan situation can because it's just it's it's just more of the same. It's just more yeah. of the same. Can I briefly speak on Joe Joe Rogan situation? Please get it. Um, I don't know him. Obviously, I don't even mean like no personally. I mean like the way that the world has been kind of rate. Like he's been getting a lot of love prior to mm-hmm. the bullshit, mm-hmm. and <laughs> I didn't know him then. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't necessarily care to. But what I want to say is, um, I have always been against, and I'm still against. Um, like 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 Mick said, this wasn't about him saying the N word. Nope, because the Clips were ten years old. Yeah, it it became about it became that. Because they were trying to censor him, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, they were trying to remove him from certain platforms, et cetera, et cetera. Yep. Um, same thing with, uh, well, with others, other prominent figures. Um, I need us to understand. I don't give. I don't care personally. Like we cannot continuously allow ourselves to be mules or to be used or to be duped. Um, I'm against censorship. Yeah. You know, let let the public's response and reaction be the censorship. Mm-hmm. Do not take people's voices away from being able to speak their piece because, as I've stated before, these celebrities or these 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 uh, very, very popular individuals, they are just a Trojan horse. Mm-hmm. Censorship is not about them. It's about you. Right. It's about taking our voice away when we need to speak on shit. Everything is already set up across all these different platforms where we can remove it at the, at the, at the click of a button. Yep. We, we, we can screen for certain keywords. We can mm-hmm. do different things. Like, like, that's what it's about. Yep. And 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 therefore, um, I don't want to say nothing when we are utilized. Oh, it, it's about race. It's about this or the third. So we want to. We want to. Like once again, we we keep coming up against this. Why now? The 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 country, the, uh, these large governments, like various different entities, have shown for decades and generations and, and centuries. That they do not care about you. Yeah. For so real. why now over this issue? You know what I'm saying? Man, it doesn't look, make sense. We're gonna let that sizzle in your spirit, man. You can censor him or for for one thing, you can censor him for the other thing. And and just so you know, 
It, it had nothing to do with with nigga because again the the twenty six sides that he said it was over a ten year span, and one really quick fact, I I called it, <laughs> we we called it. Mm-hmm. Me and a group of friends of mine were talking, and I was like, twenty four to forty eight hours, a black comedian comes to his aid. Let me yeah, let me say this: twenty four to forty eight hours, a black com- a black who comedian, was it? Donnell Rollins. Donnell Rollins. Ashley Larry. Let me let me say this. On cue, hell, one of my friends called that name. Mm. Oh, crazy. Because I, I thought it was going to be a more prominent name, and it would have disappointed me. I thought it was going to be Dave. I thought it was going to be Dave. And I thank God that yeah. it was just Ashley Larry's ass. I, didn't, I, didn't, I, was, I was almost alone not loving his last comedy special. But um, <laughs> let, let me say this, because I need people to understand me and understand, like, clarity. Um, don't know Joe Rogan. Don't give a fuck to know Joe Rogan. Mm. Um, don't agree with what he did. Don't believe he should be censored. And damn sure don't believe that African Americans should be going out to defend him for what he did. You That's for saying? real. That's for like, real. Like, I'm flat across the board. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm with Don't you. know I'm him. With. Don't care. This is terrible. Shouldn't have did that. Should not be removed from platforms for it. And we damn sure shouldn't be defending him. There you, know you know go. Right, man, look, we're going to go take a quick break. Look, if you if you listen to this and you want to be part of the conversation, Hit us up on all social media. It's what we're doing on STL on Facebook. It's what we're doing STL, the movement on IG. It's what we're doing. we right back.
is for the fatties where my sh- Do you want me to- uh yeah but uh, uh, yeah so we gonna do this <laughs> yeah girl you taste like a thin bun so sweet from the thighs to the cheeks sex on the beach check the size of my you call me the butcher ludicrous king and like it's cheap musher sweet street pusher give me that gusher nasty stuff look up i took up ran out of look up And then drop Epiphetic Time, time's of the essence Make them undress in less than three seconds Get your arms stepping Keep slobbing Sex as a weapon Clothes that I slept in Streets keep mobbing Thieves keep robbing Get to it oh, Three to your m- Creeping and crawling I'm incognito Can't catch the balls Then you in the wrong league Let a dog breathe Watch a pimp walk Such a What's up when you hear a pimp talk Frisky your dreams Crispy your dreams You're looking mighty fine in them jeans Fatty girl, fatty girl, who? Me, yeah. Fatty girl, fatty girl, fatty girl. What you mean? I got a fatty girl, fatty girl, fatty girl. 
song we played in the break that first one was Solange first appearance by Solange let's give a let's give a one for Solange our word that's yeah. our first appearance that's our first, first appearance, appearance on the pod yeah it will not be a last first, first appearance on the pod for sure uh, that second one is one of my personal favorites you know I me mean? off that FUBU album uh, mm-hmm. with uh, LL and I, I know you're not a big Luda fan but Luda be rapping his ass off no man. no 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 I'm you know I'm saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, be, he be rapping, you know, you know, he, he, yeah, he be, he be putting it together. You yeah. know what I'm saying? He, yeah. uh, put words together. Well. So till Melanie steal trill. You know what I'm saying? Put words together, man. You know what I mean? That's 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 a fact. But man, but we talking for us, by us. That's why we playing these the solution some 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 solutions this is what we doing now so how do, how do, how do we actually take our ball and go the fuck home so one of the ways in in which we do is that we we need to start looking at america for what it is and i think most most african americans have been very uh, aspirational and hopeful mm-hmm. um we've been very patriotic we've been very supportive of the american dream because we've only wanted to, we've only wanted to be a part. Mm-hmm. We've built, the, it, we've we've built the American dream for a lot of people. I'm about to say we've been a, we've been very Stockholm yeah. syndrome. Yeah. We yeah. we yeah. only wanted yeah. to be a part, not realizing that if, and this is a very interesting conversation that I had kind of off mic that I want to bring on mic 
um, people say equality all the time. Equality, 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 equality. And, I'm, and I, I say, I, I don't want it. I want equity. I hear that. And they're like, well, what's the difference? Equity is what I've earned. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, and I'm not in love or, or, or romance with what should have been given to me from birth. God gave me these, these rights and privileges. I, I don't need to prove to you that I'm equal to you. I am. I, I'm a man like you're a man. We, we do what we do. Like, I don't, I don't need to prove to you that I'm equal. And we got so, so caught into, well, no, 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 no. I'm human too. They don't give a fuck if you human see too. Me. They don't. That doesn't matter. See, yeah, see me. Like I'm, I'm man, you man, and and I'm not knocking, you know, the ancestors and the people that came before us because that's was was the thinking that they was given, right? Yeah, hindsight is twenty twenty. I, I want to give you a different way of thinking, which is, if you are giving your equity, George Washington Carver's family and and anything to do with him are billionaires. Yeah, forever. Yeah. Because of everything that he contributed to this 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 thing here, him individually, if you give him his equity, if you give him his credit, mm-hmm. if you design Washington, D.C., the actual invention that, that he should have patents for and he should have intellectual ownerships for. Mm-hmm. Like, we can go on and on and on with black mm-hmm. people that have contributed to this thing at a, at a different level. And if you give them the equity that they deserve... Then now we're talking, they're they're beyond wealthy, right? Mm-hmm. So, looking at America through a lens of look, stop looking for what you wanted to be and look at look at it for what it is. Yeah, right. right? The biggest example that we have that we can kind of follow and model ourselves after, mm-hmm. and kind of even think a little higher than that is what Native Americans have been able to do within this, which is separate. All right, sovereign. Mm-hmm. We're we're sovereign. We're over here. We have a certain, you know. The casinos and whatnot, that's us yep. on this land. And we operate over here. Leave us the fuck alone. Like, yeah, yeah. Because, yep. no, you're not going to be able to go anywhere in the world and escape white supremacy. No. It's, go- it's a global phenomenon. Mm-hmm. But what you can do is start to own and control things, which is key. Own and control things, which is key. And have your piece of this, of this earth. And then eventually build yourself up to where you can... From a economic standpoint, from a political standpoint, from a military standpoint, from inter- like from that standpoint, start to carve off your your land and to be able to defend it, that's, because that's that that should one. be in state will come right. That should be in state final goal. Mm. But what we do now is we take that mindset wherever we go for us by us, for us by us. We shop with us. Mm-hmm. We practice group ec- economics. We, we we start to buy things that actually fucking matter with the money that we have. Real estate. Land. Keep chucking them LLCs out. What, water rights. Water rights. That's a huge Wa- one. Water rights. Investing in things that matter. God's currency. Mm-hmm. Gold. Silver. Copper. Oil. Things that would were here before us and will be here after us. If we don't Townships. Yeah. Start yeah. to create townships. See, and step in cre- creating these townships. You are now the police and the sheriff department of this township mm-hmm. as well. See, and, and I a think group of armed citizens within the township, which is hugely important. This brings that brings like, up a very good point because you don't people think you cannot do that. If you ever watch this documentary called Wild Wild Country, mm-hmm. it is the it is the story of a Indian guru comes over to Portland, a spot in Oregon around eighty eighty one, okay. and legitimately touched down 
built this whole city with his own police department and everything. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now it was cultish, so they they're gonna plant it like a like a cult, and it was. But that's the the entertainment value of it all. Was it though? What's up? Was it? Yeah, it really was. So well, I'm saying, I don't mean to say it as if were you were you there, but essentially, anytime uh, we've developed, okay, you could talk about. Um, uh, what is it? The move movement out of Philadelphia. Okay. Uh, they said that was a cult. And then well, bombed, yeah, then I know. It, you know sure, sure, yeah. sure. Now I understand what you're that, saying, but this was not su- it. Yeah, super duper. Dang. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, yeah. That was not that. Yeah. yeah, that was not this. But the the townspeople, they even held elections. They even set the whole thing up. And I say, if you're looking for the the entertainment value as far as it being a label as a cult, mm-hmm. is one thing. But if you look what they were able to do, which was touchdown, they came over with all kind of Rolls Royce and everything. It was touchdown. They knew what plot of land they wanted. And this was in the 80s. They didn't go on the internet and find this. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And to build a whole city mm-hmm. with government officials and everything. Yeah. That's what the part of the towns people did not like. Not that they were so much there, that they was able to organize in such a way. And because it was all again, legal. It, but but you what you just said was like. the... That's one of the reasons they didn't yeah, like. And they was a sex cult. So but, what you, but what you said was just key. Organized, right? Mm-hmm. Because again, what, what, what I can point to, because people may listen to this and say, impossible. No, happened. Yeah, happened. Absolutely fucking happened. We had townships throughout these United States that highways were ran through, that were flooded, mm-hmm. that were bombed, that were, were destroyed, that were economically destroyed because they held too much. Because again, we, we, we get on each other about you know, group economics, y'all, like, we got yeah. shot with each other, we got to love each other, and, and I'm not saying that that's not still prevalent, but what you need to do is look at your history. There was there was examples of cities that made more money than Wall Street, that mm-hmm. circulated the dollar around, that yeah, were black. economic, that were economic places of, of prominence. Black mm-hmm. Wall Harlem. Street was far from an isolated yeah. yeah, no, yeah, no, no. Right, it wasn't right, an isolated right, thing. Right. It was not. So I don't want you to think that, you know, because that's the that's the phrase that pays Black Wall Street, you know, Harlem in the twenties with Harlem Renaissance was a sure, thing. Sure. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Certain parts of certain neighborhoods and cities in Chicago. Um, you know, little, little small townships in Chicago and Illinois. Mm-hmm. Uh East mm-hmm. St. Louis had a had a yeah. burging and, and, and bumping. Um, certain certain places out. And again, flooded. We we talked which about is why that. You had the race riots in East St. Louis, which yeah. is why you had the race riots in Tulsa. Yeah. Um, it goes back to me always saying, if you build it, they will come. Which is why you talked about the military and and just protecting your shit. Yeah. Um, but it's something else that you that you mentioned that um that I wanted to uh, circle back to. So you talked about <clears throat> I don't recall, but I will say um. I think it's a it's a combination of your two points. Mm-hmm. Um, you said that, yeah, it was called a cult, but they also didn't like the fact that they were organized, organized. together. Organized Which for me was what it was completely about. That's you what exactly that's what it's always about. That's yep. what the Philadelphia situation was about. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what I wanted to say was, uh, yes, we can do it. Absolutely. And yes, we have done it. Absolutely. The reasons why we did do it is because we had no choice. Sure. Because we were not allowed. That's the reason why now hindsight being twenty twenty, people were saying that integration was one of the worst things that happened to us mm-hmm. or happened for us because what integrated was our money. And yeah, our right, right. We right. didn't integrate. You know what I'm saying? Right. It was it was a facade, whatever the case may be. We weren't allowed in, but our resources were, were allowed in, which means it was taken from us. And you know, that's where the decrepit uh the, the falling apart of, of communities and all those different things came from. But ultimately when we were not allowed to go to these businesses when we were not allowed to spend money here, when we were not allowed to live in these neighborhoods, 
we had to live amongst ourselves. We had to barter with ourselves. We had to build and educate ourselves, mm-hmm. and we did, mm-hmm. and we prospered. And, because say, that's and we fuck, did. That's what the fuck is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Like, when you have to feed yourself, house yourself, protect, like, when there are no handouts, when there are no distractions, when there are no go get a job here, you gotta, mm-hmm. and you got to do for yourself, yep. it's, it's survive or die. And guess what? We survive. Right. And and when we survive, we build, we prosper, et cetera, et cetera. And we start and to thrive. They come. So, yeah. so um which which is always the caveat of, yeah, we need to do some rebuilding. Um, yes, um we talk about the uh the Native Americans, um, um and I don't want to butcher uh their history, but moving to certain areas or being, being given or being, or being moved, moved, yeah, to, being certain moved areas, to certain areas, being given yeah. land or whatever yep. the case may be in, in certain ways. Um, that's different though. Because we've wanted that. There's been plenty of uh, 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 times where we tried to orchestrate that. Mm-hmm. Um, even, hell, even up until them uh, censoring him, uh, Farrakhan was still speaking about carving out a part. Like, yeah. That's like, that was, his, that was the topic he was on before the censor. Yeah, I fuck yeah. it up. Yeah. If, if, if you want to survive all of this right mm-hmm. now, let's just go ahead and give us our own space over here. Mm-hmm. And, to, and to that point, my second point would be reparations has to be it can't be something that's, oh, it ain't going to happen. Has right. to happen. Okay, even if you don't. Ah, oh, it ain't going to. Has see, to happen. If, even that, if you don't believe it's going to happen. Even if you don't believe it's going to happen. What we cannot do is stop pressing that button. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Keep pressing. I don't because, get, because, you're going to hear this because, all the time. Well, yeah, what, let's bug it. Let's bug it. What, what, yeah, what we cannot yeah. do is we cannot be um, an influence on it not happening. Right. That's what I'm right. talking about. Right. You know what I'm saying? Have, right. like, you can't be a distraction. Mm-hmm. And, and whether it be uh, uh, Farrakhan with, with you know, the lot of land. With, the, with the land. Whether it be. Um, an actual physical check. Well, uh, I was going to say. Uh, no, no. Super tax breaks. Yeah. No, I'm saying separate because both are old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But whether it be um, that or whether it be um, uh, Marcus Garvey, you know, we, we need Ships. to go back. We need to go back home, yada, yada, yada. Like, the karmetic, like, the world cannot be right until those reparations are ran. That period. is, that's, it, that's like, a it's fact. always going to be some shit until that's resolved. Till you do right, right. by me. Till you, hey, everything you, know you do going to crumble. But it has to be to your point, um, because again, and the, the our, our OG Dr. Claude Anderson actually had a, a physical program. Yeah, uh, Bob Johnson actually calculated the number. Like there's there's people working towards this that that and the reason why it's so important for that to happen <laughs> is because with the finances and and resources and whatnot the biggest thing that I would like to see is is healthcare from a mental health perspective yeah, because on both sides we've kind of not ignored but we haven't given it pro- its proper due because on the other side. Um, there was actually a post on Instagram that I found extremely interesting. The young lady was talking about, well, wait a minute. If we can suffer from post-slave you know, disorder and we have all this you know, trauma from generation to generation to generation, don't you think on the other side, someone who's been murdering, killing, raping, destroying, wouldn't on, they have some it. shit that's wrong with them too that they talk might need it. to come to the table with talk about, and they, talk to somebody about? Like, that's wouldn't, whole, they, they wouldn't that be it. something? Yeah, wouldn't that be something that needs to, because again, until we, until we actually acknowledge it, mm. this happened, and do something to say it happened, and then on both sides be able to say, okay, this happened, and this is what we're going to do moving forward. Now, again, am I am I optimistic about 
the other side? No, no I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. No, because ain't got time to worry about that. Yeah, yeah, I can't. I'm not. Does it need that? Absolutely. Fucking mm-hmm. absolutely needs to happen if, if if America wants to heal and become the nation that it, it was promised to be, then that has to See, happen. And I think you use the right word when you say promise. You yeah, know what I'm saying? What it was it, promised if, to if, be. If, if, if the whole thing was, hey, get over here and figure the fuck out, okay, I get you. But there's a promise that comes with this land that people are realizing every day, but it's not us. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Absolutely. So you can't tell me the promise doesn't exist because people are coming far and wide and getting it easily. You know what I'm saying? That's a program for these folks. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? The people getting 7-Elevens and uh, the gas stations and they come over and do whatever. I think, I, think that's, I think that goes back to what you said earlier in terms of the point that we need to internalize collectively because a lot of us as individuals have, but individualistic. Uh, this is is kind of what America is built on, and that's not what African culture is built on. That's not what we are built on historically. Mm-hmm. It doesn't get actually it doesn't get anywhere anywhere anyone anywhere outside of individuals. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, well, wealth is a team sport. Mm-hmm. Uh, damn, lost my train of thought. Um, what was look, the you said but I think, about? but I, look, I'm gonna do like this here because I want to get into that about not being monolithic, being you know coming together on a certain thing, mm-hmm. certain narratives put together. But we're gonna take a quick break so we can gather our thoughts, man. This is what we do. We'll be right back. They said it couldn't be forever, wouldn't be forever. The grain ain't enough to gotta mix it with the lover. The grind ain't enough to gotta mix it with the hate. When it's all over, what would I say? Forever in a day, 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 forever in a day, 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 forever in a day, 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 forever in a day. What would I say? My mama said the Hey, when it's all over, what would I say? Forever in a day. 
I'm scared. So one of the bitches might wind up dead. Cause I have no time for jail. Clapping cops, Gail Jabel, and crooked face Campo. Got the whole country thinking that my city is the big lick for 96, 94. Big Gip, Goody Mo, Outcast, a vision from the past. Hootie 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 My white owls are burning kinda slow. Get up, get out, and get something. Don't let the days of your life pass by. You need to get up, get out, and get something. Don't spend all your time trying to get high, high. You need to get up, get out, and get something. How will you make it if you never even try? You need to get up, get out, and get something. Welcome back to what we doing, man. Those two cuts we played during the break. Well, that first one was that big crit forever in a day. Cause that's that's how I feel like long this been going on forever mm-hmm. in the goddamn day, 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 you know what I'm saying? Day, day. Um, that second cut, which is another staple here on what we're doing, is yeah. get, get out, get up, get out, get some of the goody mob mix. It's always that's one of those cuts that you know when you're not feeling a certain way, you know what I'm saying? You throw that on, you get out there and do lose something, even if you don't do nothing but take the trash out. You know what I'm saying? You Plus, it's important. Direction. It's important to our our mission is always um, the focus being put on us as a community. Not anything outside of our community. Like, of course, we got to get up, get out, mm-hmm. and, and, and get something. Like you said, get the LLCs get going. Out. Yeah. Get, get get those get those black investment groups going. Yeah, um, yeah, and get, get the merch at the very know, least. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Get get the get the money going. Get the the resources going. Start to provide jobs in your community that are going to be long lasting jobs. And then we need to kind of stop the assimilation at the rate that we've been assimilating. Because you and I need to do for you, you and I. I. You know, on, stop I, the I, assimilation at the rate that the rate that we've been assimilating. Because again, I was given the same I was given the same dream that you brothers was probably given to. Mm-hmm. Go to school, get a good job, work that good job till you die. Go move into a neighborhood that's outside of your neighborhood that's safer and good for you to raise kids yeah. and raise a family. That, they didn't give me the actual formula which mm-hmm. is build your community. Build, build, build within your community. Cre- create within your community. Create for your community. Yep. Like they didn't say stay. No. Stay and, no, and it, use the talent within within the community to start to create things that are beneficial for us all. Mm. And then as we start to benefit each other, pass that on to the next community that looks like us and say, hey, we ha- we now have a template, a blueprint. Mm-hmm. This is how we did it. We're going to show you how to do it. And then we're going to show them how to do it. And then what we're going to do is I'm going to say a word that I've heard said, but I hate the way that it's used, is we need to create, I'm going to say, a code of conduct. Sure. And we need to be on code. Yeah. More oh. so than we need individual leadership, because I think that has been our downfall. Because I agree. when we get this Messiah syndrome, I agree. We, we, we push the one brother up to the top. And give him all the responsibility. Everything. And then when he gets his head blown off, we go, well, they killed the Messiah. And it's like, no, we all are responsible for our upliftment, for our mm-hmm. for our empowerment. So just as you are a leader as a black man and you are a leader as a black man, so am I. So we have to be able to communicate and have a and have a code of conduct that we can communicate from and say, look, this is what we're gonna, this is what we're not gonna allow. Mm. And these are the consequences for what we're not gonna allow. And this is how we're gonna move forward. Especially, so we can get away from what what we know is no good for uh-huh. us, which mm-hmm. is this this white supremacy thing. Well, I about to say, especially for us, and that's that's where I think my biggest problem is. Mm-hmm. When we do dumb shit, 
to us, for us, by us. Like, we're the only party involved. We're removing the influence. We're removing, you know, all those different things in terms of why we're thinking that way. I'm just talking about the fact that we know that we did it. Mm-hmm. We're responsible for it, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. The exhaustion that I've, you know, experienced over the years with when I call out bullshit, us defending the bullshit. Say, so there you go. Saying it's just this or it's just entertainment yeah. or whatever the case may be. Like, I'm just saying, if I'm calling out specifically things that are hurting us, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Things that, um, you know what? I, I don't want to get too deep into it. But um, you talking uh, about the gate, kind of like the gangster rap, maybe do a syndrome, just a little bit. No, 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 not that. Well, all of it, but not, not that in, in, in exclusivity. Um, uh, a brother who is a personality, and I'm glad he he. Uh, my partner sent me the video, and I'm glad he sent it to me because I've been seeing him circulating around before. I saw some things he said. I loved it. Saw some other things he said. It was dumb as fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, but. <laughs> And and so what is that for me? So I I don't I got I got work to do. I'm I'm working already. Right, right. So I don't press play on the next video. I ain't, I ain't got time. I, I saw too much dumb shit. <laughs> um, in this particular video, he explained that I'm a persona. Okay. This this industry a persona. Mm-hmm. What black what black people buy into is personas. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, so right. So I'm a persona. Boy, uh, what I do in boy, the community. Boy, I think I know who this is. Yeah. What <laughs> I do in the community, it shows results and it speaks for itself. But what I do here. Brings me money, right? And that's how I do what I do there. Okay. So that being said, what he was saying was, so I'm not here to give you truth. Mm-hmm. I give you truth, bullshit, 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 truth, because that's what you like. That's what you consume, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. yes. I, now I, think I know you talk. About. Yeah, I can't remember brother's name. Charleston White. Charleston White. Oh, yeah. sure, sure. So, so, oh, he came out and said this. Yeah, he came out. Oh, and said he's always oh, okay. because on the on the oh, real, right. really quick on okay. the real. He's doing the work. Yeah, on yeah. the well, I don't real, know him, he's an advocate. He's, he's an advocate believe, for juvenile for juveniles. Mm. Um, he went in jail as a juvenile on a murder charge. Mm-hmm. So real as it comes, as far as on on the mm. whole whole gangster tip, but what he was saying was is that the community, the trend, and the was falling for the bullshit. Mm-hmm. So they weren't listening to him when he was on the positive tip. Mm-hmm. They was listening to him when he was on the bullshit. So the more bullshit he would spew out, the more people would come. To him, he's just trying to get you to you, so he can so lead you that, to some of this good shit. Now, uh, the bullshit so that he says is inflammatory. Like he said yeah. shit about Nip. Yeah. We know how we feel about yeah, Nip. right. But he, he, said, he also he also retracted it. But when he retracted it, he put a very, ve- a, in a, actually, let me let me put it this way. To be fair to him, what he does is he like you said he does inflammatory things, says inflammatory things. Mm-hmm. Bullshit, whatever, whatever. Like truth, bullshit, bullshit, truth. What he did was he did what he's been doing. Y'all like rap, y'all like bullshit. Mm. I jumped out into that, but then I actually got to know the brother, got to know his backstory, blah blah blah. Oh, okay. And he spun it into, y'all was talking about the nip shit. I was talking about uh, Amirius, yeah. Amirius. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Oh I yeah, got yeah, to know yeah, Amirius, yeah. You know right, right. And, Man, and he spun that in, in general, like. Like, who are the men behind these personas? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. What are the actions? What do they do in the community? Like, that that's the value. Now, f- for me personally, um, I receive that. I understand it. I want to kill all the personas, period. You know sure. what I'm saying? All of this shit is a facade. All of it is fake, and I have a problem with that. Um, but that's besides the point. What what he brought it back around to, as just as an example of what I mean by calling out bullshit and not protecting it, what he brought it back around to is uh, he brought, a, brought up the topic of rape. Mm. Uh, and I won't get into... 
his particular semantics with with uh, how he did it and whatever the case may be. But if anybody is familiar with uh, 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 Eldridge Cleaver, um, he he did he did it the Eldridge Cleaver way. Um, <clears throat> but that being said, how he walked that back is he said, you know, if I was out here doing this, that, 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 whatever, whatever, then you, you think they wouldn't have strung me up, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, what I was speaking to was the fact that um, in our community, we were brought up, we were, we were I always say, uh, molested. Oh, yeah, we okay. were molested as children. We were molested as children by America. Sure. Uh, pornography was forced upon us. Mm-hmm. All these different things were forced upon us, and it warped our mind in terms of interaction in a human way. You know what I'm saying? Especially for our culture and community. But I say that, I'm, I'm probably saying it because that's what I care about primarily because that's what I need to fix. Um, but what he was saying is that trains, for example, is rape. Oftentimes, it was rape. Not all the time, whatever the case may be, but he was saying oftentimes it was rape mm. because this whole uh, pornographic mindset, this whole warped mindset of, of se- sexual interaction, all these different things has us in this space where as men, we need it, need it, need it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, we getting judged for not getting whatever the case may be, blah, blah, blah. So you might have a sister. You might even have a sister who who spoke to or was committed to doing something with a couple of guys. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. These two particular guys. These are the two particular guys she had in mind. These are the two particular guys she said yes to. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And he was talking about brothers, him included, at, at one point in time, um, rolling out there like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get her started. Mm-hmm. Oh, right, 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 right. And then y'all just walk in. You know, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, what does that do? That puts a woman in a very, this is me speaking now, it puts a woman in a very vulnerable position. It does. Um, where there are multiple men here now. Now there are even more men here. The power wasn't in my favor when it was just two of us. Right. You know what I'm saying? Now that, like, it, like, so that, that consent oftentimes is forced. It's not, yeah. it's not a genuine consent. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 Um, and so he walked it back into speaking in a different way, but ultimately, like, that's some shit actually. I never, I never partook, partook in one, but that's some shit I called out uh, right after high school, 20, 21, 22. I conceptualized it. I'm like, yeah, that ain't, that ain't, that ain't right. You know what I'm saying? That's a, that's a, that's an abuse of power. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm saying anytime I call anything out in a similar way, it's, it's pushed back against. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And whether it be, whether it be, ha- let's, let's take some, let's take uh, something heavy off the table, and, and it's all heavy to me because we need to, we need to live, but. Let's take something heavy off the table. Whether it be uh, whatever the case may be, we have this tendency because of, because of the history, because of our attachment to it, because we feel like it's our culture, or whatever mm-hmm. the case may mm-hmm. be. We have soul food, perfect example. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Uh, when the results are in, it doesn't matter. Like like my therapist once said, you know, so there are some things that you needed to do to survive to get to this point that you no longer have to do. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. You can let it go. You no longer have to eat these particular things. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you can keep your culture, you can keep the spices, you can keep the herbs, you can keep um, just do it in a different way. Sure, I hear because you. Because this particular this 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 uh, uh, this particular um, oils mm. are causing heart disease. You know what I'm saying? Your your quantity of red meats or meats, period. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Depending on where you live on that space, is causing colon cancer. It's causing this. It's called like like the fact of the matter is the facts are the facts. Your That's attachment what, yeah. to it, who who gives a shit? You know what right, I'm saying? Right, right, right. Like. That's what I'm saying. So we can we can use music, we can use food, we can use whatever the case may be. Our willingness to die on that hill to defend something where the evidence shows it's harming us mm-hmm. is, is kind of what I was speaking yep, to. Yeah. So what I what I task our audience with, because um, they are frequently interactive at times, um, 
I'm asking, I'm asking, I'm not providing a solution in this particular space. I'm asking for thoughts. Uh, when we talk about a code of conduct, um, I was a, with a particular group. We tried, I shouldn't say tried, we uh, developed uh, a national code of conduct for black men. We developed one for black women. Um, before us, there was probably somebody that did the same. After us, there was probably someone that did the same. Right, you know what right. I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Collectiveness is where we always struggle. And and, and uh, when we say, uh, I am not monolithic, we, we need to be. You know what I'm saying? Particularly when it comes to black causes. Particularly when it comes to being on one page and being on one accord. Mm -hmm. um, so um, my question to us is, how do we put our ego to the side? See, that's the one. That's the one. See, that, that, it, and I'm just going to say, even to that point, we, ha we have no, if you think you have an ego now, imagine what you would feel like when our shit is told together and we're independent in such a way. You know what I'm saying? You you got to understand on the ego scale. Even if you a billionaire now, you are one. Imagine when we all are close. Mm -hmm. What the things we kind of do. So when you talk about how do we, we have to look past ourselves, look past our hands, and say, "Hey, I feel great now." But if I don't have to go through these systematic troubles that I'm be going through, I've done some healing like we talked about. I know I could be a better person. I, we have to strive to that. We have to us as a better people makes us all better persons. If that makes sense. And, and 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 to your point earlier, when I when I always say like, <clears throat> I get up and get out, and get something. What was it like? Because you and I need to do for you and I. Mm -hmm. Let's 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 just break it down to like human nature, okay? Um, practicality of it all. Uh, the reality is this: it's not even necessarily about hatred or whatever the case may be. Blah blah blah. The reality is, communities throughout this world, and even in this country from everything I've experienced, researched, read, and seen firsthand, they do for selves. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. That's why they live together. When I say live together, I mean they live together in neighborhoods, but they live together in the same house. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Um, they're, they're doing for self all the time. Uh, we are the only individuals who do not. We're so fixed on fitting in with everybody or being received by everybody. We're the only ones who are not doing for self. That's true. Um, that being said, who does it benefit to do for African Americans besides African Americans. Because it benefits no one, Asian Americans are not going to be doing for African Americans. Right. White Americans are not going to be doing for African Americans. We are never going to be their priority and we should not be their fucking priority. You know what I'm saying? But we have to be our own. We got to. We got to. It's, we, we have to. So, really quick, three things to what you just said. Um, <clears throat> the first is, whatever whatever is done must be done first and foremost with love. I think that where we fall down at is we are very good at pointing at each other and then the passion and visceral is at each other when we're not the root cause. No. Which is the second part of it. Yes, it is vital that black men and women, children, whatever else you identify yourself as, fix our problems within our community but not without acknowledging, because again, without acknowledgement of what happened to you. Mm. Because sometimes we want to skip that step. We want to skip the step of, no, something happened to you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And something keeps happening to you. That's the other part of it, right? So it didn't just happen to you and it stopped. The trauma didn't just happen and it stopped and we can heal. Mm -hmm. You keep getting traumatized. Right. Right. A system continues to, to point you out to come directly at you and traumatize you. The reason why I need you to acknowledge that and know that is because if we're not progressing at the, at the level that you think we should be progressing at, 
slow the fuck down. This is literally us building a 100-foot Lego tower. Yeah. And okay. I can think of six times where America came and kicked that shit off. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's when real. we built, it it was built and it was done, they came over and said, fuck your couch. Yeah. yeah. And that's six times. Yeah. So we, we keep not acknowledging that. We get mad at each other for, well, no, it's, it's this simple. And then, this, and then the caveat, the, 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 the little 180 of that, the what we do, is we ignore the ancestors like they stupid. Right. And like they wasn't about it. Right. And like they wasn't shit. Right. And like they were no, because if I would have been, you would have did the same fucking shit. Yeah. They were yeah, on the same like, shit we was on. Come on, talk you about it. You came from that blood. You it. came from that. Talk stop about with that. Not only, not stop only, with that. You would have did what they would have did. Like, stop that. it. Not only just that. But for the muff, for the people who always said, "Oh, I would have did this," you're not doing it now, right? Because yeah, it's still going on. Which is which is which is right. my which is my right. next point. You ain't doing it now with less with less opposition, right? So the the third thing, there are things that we agree upon that are easy for us to agree upon. Mm. So, in leadership and in anything when you talk an organization, attack what you can attack in first. Right. I've stated that. We all long. can attack. Systematic oppression, yeah. as far as the police is concerned, attack it. Mm-hmm. We all can attack economic, you know, depression and what's been done to. You, you get what I'm saying? Sometimes yeah, yeah. when we get into the, because your your point is valid, right, with the soul food. But sometimes when we get into the weeds before we haven't attacked some of the higher level shit that we all can agree needs yeah, to be attacked. Yeah, 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 yeah. So then the black Republican argues with the black Democrat, who argues with the black independent Mm -hmm. and then we start going in circles because we have our own agendas because again our agendas was given to because again back to point Mm -hmm. two your agenda was given to you divide and conquer works Mm -hmm. it is a military tactic not just a us it is a military tactic that you are taught when i was in the military we were taught divide and fucking conquer so if i can get you to think different from him to think different from me then we will never figure it out together and that way you are no longer a threat which is why we are monolithic we are not monolithic it's it's technically a cop-out it is when when we absolutely are when it comes to our oppression because we all are affected by the oppression so if we're all affected by the oppression point out this shit that's going to get us out of that state then if you individually have things that you can show work for you in a, in a progressive way, mm-hmm. introduce them. But then introduce them in a way showing evidence and showing love in that, look, I went to a complete... Because a lot of times when we learn something, we get the Sharif mindset. But, uh, Mr. Society. Okay, got you, got you, got you, got you. We get the Sharif mindset. We want to tell everybody how they should live now. Mm-hmm. want to hear that shit. Show me. I don't, Muslim brother, Christian brother, Hebrew Israelite, quit arguing. Mm-hmm. Just show. Look, this is how I'm living. These are the benefits of how I'm living. But the first and foremost thing has to be: we are all black. We are all oppressed. We are all going through the things in this in this country. What are our top five? And let's attack those top five with 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 put some money behind them, put some thought behind them, put some power and put some movement behind those five things. Then we can start to get into some of the the lower things that would add to that. But what we end up doing is a brother will have, hey, look, man, I'm on this. Right. Gang violence is the number one thing that's attacking black people. Mm. Republican will say, no, it's finances. And instead of them saying, look, we all just want to see black people do well. Like, we all just want to see us do better. Let, let, let's get on that. We, we, we continue to attack those two points mm. instead of, 
Mm. Well, well this is what I'm saying. Mm. Well, this is what I'm saying. Yeah. Mm. Like, if you if you say like you, your example, gang violence is is killing black folks. It That's is. number one thing. It is finances. It is. It is. So go ahead and attack it. I'm gonna attack this, but let's walk this way. You know That's what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I don't, I don't let's, even have let's an walk issue with people working on different things. Yeah, let's, let's just go this Cause, way. Cause, we can do it. Because if 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 there are if there are five points mm. that we need to focus on, mm-hmm. and in my humble opinion, I can't even get past two. The two are lack of unity. Sure. That's number one for me. Sure. So just just being unified, and then the second is. I talk about it all the time as well. You you brought it back. Um, that's the reason why I always say if, if you build it, they will come. Well, I, I say three. Because um, history. History is if you build it, they will come. Mm-hmm. But it's also if you build it, they will come in terms of why are we in this condition. So so both of those. We do have this space where um, people want to dump on each other or dump on the community um, and, and be – Honestly, I'm just speaking out of love. I'm speaking out of out, out of a space of, of therapy, whatever the case may be. Honestly, because we have low self worth. You there know there you go. We want to dump on each other and dump on ourselves because we don't feel highly of ourselves. There you but, go. That, um, but, but the reality is, like like you said, the reason why you're in this situation to begin with is because of the conditions that have been placed upon you. Right. right. Um. So one, we need to get on the same uh, same accord in terms of we need to fix our situation. Mm-hmm. We ain't got to get into the. Because all of it's an issue, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we need to fix our situation. We have to do it, you know what I'm saying? Yep. And then two, this condition comes from other people wanting us to be here and putting us in this position, you know what I'm saying? And then three, um, like I said, when we say, oh, let's build a community, blah, 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 absolutely. Sure. I just want you to know there's been done before, you know what I'm saying? Sure. And it was torn down. The reality is, okay, if the, if the, tr- if the timeline is, if the timeline is we were just released, Mm-hmm. From slavery, and 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 left to our own. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can talk about the Freedmen's Bureau and all those sure, different things. We're sure. trying to set up schools and all, but like essentially left to our own, and we had to figure shit out. Then we started to figure shit out, and we started to prosper, and then it was bombed because we started to mm-hmm. prosper every time. And so when it was bombed <laughs> because we started to prosper, we were just living in shambles. Mm-hmm. And then at that point, they started to give us scraps. So right. now instead of you doing for self, I'm giving you scraps to to maintain. You know what I'm saying? Right. And we went from scraps to like, well, I don't want the scraps. I want some of the actual pie. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, right, right. So that's where the integration came from. You know what I mean? Yep. So now it's like, okay, well, let, well, why don't we get what y'all got? You know what I'm saying? Yep. And then that became a whole different distraction. So like, ultimately, like, in order to get to point B, you have to understand what came before A. You have to understand the, the complete timeline. Sure. Right. Sure. So those are the three points bro was speaking to. One, we have to fix this. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So we got to come together. Two, these conditions were placed upon us. And three, our ancestors and our elders have done a ton of work and lived a ton of experiences. We can't start to build from scratch when we've been here for thousands and thousands of years. You know what I'm saying? So, so four, look at the past, learn from it. Mm-hmm. From each, from Reconstruction to, mm-hmm. I'll be really quick, from Reconstruction, you know what happened? We became, we, we, we acquired from Reconstruction the first ten years out of slavery, we became the second. We became the second uh, minority within America, mm-hmm. and the riches that we had came at as one. We gained more wealth in those ten years than we have in probably the, you know, hundred and fifty whatever years that we've been here. Mm-hmm. Why? Because we were skilled labor, right. and the skilled labor had to go through the slaves because the slaves were all the skilled labor. So we got fucked on the on the on the Freemans Bank. 
it failed. Like they, they we got fucked on the forty acres and the mules, and got yep. fucked on the on the, on the Freedmen's Bank. Just just being real and just being honest. So the lesson learned from there is bank with yourself. Learn, learn that your financials matter. Mm-hmm. Bank with yourselves. Don't let the government get involved. Lesson one. Lesson two. Then Jim Crow comes along. Jim Crow was so powerful because of terrorism. Because of domestic terrorism. That's exactly what it was. Domestic terrorism sends a message. That's why it's called terrorism. Terrorism sends a message. I don't hang you because I don't like... I hang you so I I can't hang all of Mm y'all. But I can hang one and you get to see that. Mm-hmm. And you get to see what happens when you try and vote. And who's you get often... to see what happens when you when you talk when you whistle at a white woman. You get to right, see what right, happens right. when you break the laws, the rules, and regulations or, or that I you, have set. No disrespect. Or when you don't whistle at a white yeah. woman. Or, most, or, of the time, most of the time, it didn't happen. Yeah. Right. But but, but, who, you, was, but who was hung? Huh? Who was hung? Shit. At that time, black black men. But and, no, and, and castrated no and no disrespect to the sisters. Yeah. Yeah, no, black no. black men but, castrated, but, but there are there are is, women and children that have been lynched as well. Absolutely, that's yeah. that, that was on my point. What I was yeah. getting at was who was hung were the threats, were the yeah. messiahs, were the strong men. It, it's the re- no disrespect. It's the reason why um, we've been rocked to sleep with sports. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's the reason sure. why our strongest, tallest, most athletic, et cetera, et cetera. Or, or dating um, outside of the race and, and, and playing, spending most of their time in, in the sport, whatever, whatever, is because, you know, if we utilize that for self, it, it'd be a whole different thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, 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 I like that point. I wanted to bring it back to um, the tarring and the feathering yeah. of the strongest slave yeah. set on fire mm-hmm. to have the horses to be torn apart. Um, this is where we get hung up. Um, distractions. So when... when um, when the brother wrote the Willie Lynch letters, um, he wrote it for a reason. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it was semi-serving his purpose. I'm not knocking it at all. I, I think it's a great piece, uh, and it was a needed piece. Um, but at some point, we were told, I don't remember if it originally came from us, but it definitely we've been told by outsiders that, oh, that wasn't, that wasn't a real letter. That wasn't a real letter. Have you read the Willie Lynch letters? I have. Regardless of if it was a fucking real letter written from a, a slave, a, a the, tactics owner, were, the, the, the tactics, tactics were real. Tactics were. Yep. The tactics not only are real, but they've shown the results. You right. Know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. Get, that get, get the, the point. point of what. Yeah. Yep. Get, yep. Get, yep. get the point of what they were trying to say. So, so we get into right. get out. We get into the movies where they say where mm-hmm. they do the whole essays and, and the papers on. Oh, that mm-hmm. wasn't even a real mm-hmm. uh, letter and blah blah blah. That's that's not the point. Not, that's, not that's, at all. And again, we we sometimes get caught in that. So really quick, last three. So then we get we get past. Jim Crow, and we learn, and we learn, we need to be able to protect ourselves, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we need to be able to organize, mobilize, and protect ourselves. Then we get to civil rights. We need to be involved in politics at a very high level, and we need to understand politics because this this nation is a nation of laws. You got to right. learn the laws and learn the rules of the re- regulations. They would get things mm-hmm. to work for you. Then they hit you with the war on drugs. You must be disciplined to not fall into substance abuse. Or you even the system di- itself. You must be disciplined slavery on either side of it because they yeah. got you coming and yep. going. They got yep. you using and they got they yourself. Yep, they sure do. Then police brutality, which fell back to the same thing. Protection, mm-hmm. politics, like all, all of it in one. If we learn from each of those, excuse me, if we learn from each of those and we make sure we make a plan going forward, then we'll be successful. But what we're not doing is we're not looking back. And we keep trying to go forward. Yeah. And then we keep stumbling our foot on the same shit That's that right. we already went past. That's right. So, so just had to make that point before we got I mean, and, and you nailed it. And so the at the very end of it all, not only to Red's point, if you build it, they will come. 
to Mick's point, we gotta be pre- we gotta be better prepared to defend it this time. Yeah, yeah. I'm, you know I'm what I'm saying? In, I'm speaking metaphor. I, I'm, I'm hinting at what it is. Yeah, but that's what it is. That, that's that's definitely what it is, man. Like, and I'm glad we we left on solutions, man, because yeah. this is what we're doing, not what we're saying, man. And I think we we knocked this one out. I think we, this is this is for us. By us, enterprise part one. There's gonna be a two, and be possibly a two, three. Probably be a three. As we, as we always do, we just <laughs> want to crack the surface off. When things come up and we can get tackles, we definitely will. Um, shit, man, I think we call it, man. We out of here, man. This man, HT Sim. It's Mr. Mix. St. Louis Red. That's what we doing.